AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. GG Poker is the biggest online poker site and they have more players than any other on the internet. Why play anywhere else? They have a wide range of games and unique features that you just can't find on any other site. GG Poker run huge tournaments with big prize pools and they hold the record for the biggest ever prize pool on an online poker tournament. There are games for all players at all skill levels, whether you're new to poker or a seasoned pro, including cash games and exciting tournaments like Bounty Hunters and Sunday Majors. GG Poker offer popular games like Texas Hold'em and Omaha to unique games like All In or Fold and Spin and Gold. New players that make their first deposit get £60 in free play, 18 plus, new UK players only, minimum deposit is £10, full terms and conditions apply, begambleaware.org and please play responsibly. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Virginia isn't for one type of person. Virginia is for road trippers. Are we there yetters? Mountain hikers and dock sitters because they're not active hikers. People who are kayakers, people who are not kayakers, campsite campers, and horseback riders. Wow, there's a lot to fit in here. Flatwater lovers, beach sun tanners, hole in the earth explorers, and Shenandoah valiers. Should I keep going here? Well, you get the idea. Because Virginia is for all sorts of lovers. So come love it for yourself. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. Oh, come on, son. It's episode three, season six of the Fight Club podcast. Rap. So, hey, we're here. It's weird. Um, Ricky. TFC. How's it going? We've got Flown is Phil. Sup, sup. Alex from Bristol. Yo. I was down your neck of the woods at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, sort of west of London. <laughs> I was in Winchester. Is yeah. Anywhere near Gloucestershire? It's not that's, that's anywhere Hampshire. near it. Yeah, Hampshire. Whatever. Um, <laughs> south side of London. So, that's yes. sort of the same. Shire. It's a Shire. It's a Shire. Yeah. Any um, good? Yeah. And then he died on Friday, I think. Fuck. Shit, sorry. Uh, nearly died on uh, on, um, on on Friday. Um, I mixed narcotics at the same time, um, which obviously is the same thing as saying mixed. Um, yeah, I, it basically ended me walking around Boomtown Fair, um, not knowing what was real and what wasn't real. Um, so they had this thing about they had the theme of the, the 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 festival called the Revolution, and they'd built this city into six sectors. Uh, the kind of festival was known as a city. And throughout the, throughout, as you was walking by, there would be these little set pieces that would happen as like an impromptu, so like flash mob type set pieces where things would happen as you was walking along. So it's already a little bit... That's dis- a bit freaky anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit disconcerting. But when you, you, you've taken things that alter your perception um, to a point where you're not even sure if you're real, let alone what's going around you is real, <laughs> uh, it was fucking terrifying. Oh, you, God, don't, yeah. you don't look... Like right now, my, your eyes have a certain like glazed. Something. Yeah, exactly. Like a thousand yards there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I spent I spent three three hours walking around <clears throat> this festival, and I thought I was chattering away to to my missus, and uh, apparently hadn't said a word in three hours, and I just had a <laughs> leading her by the hand for three hours marching around this festival, and I'm not a man who can't handle these things typically, but it was it was one of the most more scarier moments of my life. So what did we've all been there? Yeah, yeah. So you, you, that day finished. That day finished. Woke up Saturday. Or cracked on. No, oh, I right. cracked on that evening. Oh right. Uh, but after that, I, I, I had Saturday and Sunday off. I rested my body, which is another thing that I never usually do, and yeah. I don't feel too bad now. Yeah. I went to see Engineer Al. He, he had three DJ sets, but more importantly, he did some of his hip hop. He had now long set hip hop. All right. Um, and it was fucking wicked. Like it, he's a very talented man. Yeah, he is. With the tent we went in, or where he was doing it, it was like. He was doing his set and people were there for some sort of drum and bass or whatever it was before. And about halfway through his set, I looked around, there's like fucking eight people in the tent. It was like, oh God, this is going to kill him. And then by the end, the whole place was fucking going crazy <laughs> and he was absolutely loving it. And yeah. it was just an amazing experience to see your little brother do that, do what he loves doing and, and people responding to it. It was a, it was amazing and, and a kind of a, a long time coming because he'd been making music since he was like 18 years old. And uh, to see him do it, to witness it was just an incredible thing. Anyway, how, how's everyone doing? Rick? Been better. Why? What's up? Um, well, you know, uh, well... That's on stage, I generally don't know what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, uh, we'll, we'll go through it. On, on Saturday, my phone broke. Sunday, I went to the Apple store to get it fixed. Um, they said that there's a three-week waiting list, but we can slot you in now. Um, I looked at the clock, it was 12. 
I had to go somewhere at one, I had to go to a christening at one, yeah. um, and by the end, they were doing all these diagnostics and finished up and stuff like that, and it was like quarter to one, and I had to get home and then get changed and get to the christening. Um, and I thought it was get to the church at one, and everything happens at one thirty. Yeah. I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake, and I got to the. Time was it ten? I got to the christening, and um, I literally was there for the last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I was the godparent. Oh, oh fuck, man! Ricky, fucking hell, that's bad. Yeah. What happened? Was, was your phone? I was going to say your phone, phone wasn't have been going off the yeah, hook yeah, because you. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So, and then, and then what you do in these situations. To dig yourself out and think, fucking, like, what, what am I going to do now? I've apologised. All I can do is go back to the people's party um, uh, and have a drink with them, get pissed and, you know, smooth over the edges. What you don't do is straight after is have a massive car crash. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's quite heavy, right? Go yeah, on. yeah. Well, I've had no communication. That's true. Yeah, you, had had a, had you had a car crash. I had a car crash, big car crash. And what happened? Well, for legality reasons, we'll just say oh, I had a car crash. Right. Um, but um, it gets better. Let's let's t- turn this up a little notch. This is it, brilliant. You should be about your phone every week. It, it was the the person whose children were getting christened. Uh, it's his mother. Oh my god, Ricky! <laughs> Is this bullshit? This is straight up fact. Oh, you can tell from his face it's true as well. And then I had to go back to the party with everyone and do the exchange of details and just kind of, like, ruin the day, really. (laughs) You've had a bad day. That's amazing. I've had a fucking mare, bruv. Did you at any point, like, start... Like laughing, thinking this this isn't this can't be real. This is this is fake. Uh, uh, at one point, um, <laughs> at one point, I did have a giggle. It was around about, <laughs> around about like half five time when uh, I looked at the score and Liverpool was spanking Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> There's the silver line. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Thank, there you. Is. Thank you. Cheers, God. Jesus. <laughs> That's amazing. But, uh, but yeah. everyone, you're all right, and everyone's all right. All all right. Okay, Kids good. are all right. Miss is all right. Yeah, the car is a fucking state. But uh, how, yeah. is, how is the Mrs. Genuinely? Yeah, she she yeah she's taking it hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh Rick, I'm really sorry. Shit happens, mate. Shit happens. Just got to get on with it. That's true. By drinking beer and chatting football, with your mates. There you go. We can provide that for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> Let's talk about the game then. <laughs> Don't know, I can really follow. Talk about car yeah, crashes. I, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. As we're talking about car crashes, let's go to the first half of Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> that Buckley free kick. Jeez, Rick, mate, that's fucked. <laughs> That is that's about as fucked as it can possibly be. Yeah, yeah, I know. The the only more only thing more fucked than that is if you accidentally sexually assaulted someone. Mm. Accidentally? Yeah, because you'd never do it intentionally. Oh right. Um, Steady on, come on, you know. Well, well, no, just, just forget it. Don't worry. <laughs> Can't promote Rick. Sorry to hear that. Um, that's all right. Let's 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 yeah, let's move. I didn't really need to hear that on the come down to be no? honest. Nah. <laughs> sweat well, and everything. When you said it earlier that you escaped it, I wanted to bring you back down. Yeah, that's that's the level of the, the, the fear you was feeling. Yeah. and all of that horror. That's kind of where I was. <laughs> but my, mine involved fucking people in costumes and whatnot. But yeah, I'd rather have uh, had my day than yours. Uh, all right, yeah, let's let's do Everton. Um, Okay, so first off, we um, we set up with Dyer and Wanyama in, in in the central pairing, and I had no issue with that. Did anyone else when it when it was called? No, because no. either was either that or Mason, and no one wants to see Mason. Yeah, but even if I mean, I suppose yeah, Dembele would have started, then then Wanyama wouldn't have done 
But for um, me, it, it was a, a very solid pairing. I mean, we're going to Everton first home game of the season. They're going to be buoyed first home game. They're going to get right behind their team. New manager, few new players. So I think for them two to be pairing together to keep it solid for at least you know just just to see how see how the game pans out. Um, I think it was you know a wise choice. I think uh, that I agree. First games of the season are, are so unpredictable. With new managers and new players and teams, teams set up differently. So, it's so coming. They went three at the back, didn't they, Everton? Yeah, three or five. Yeah, yeah. Three, so, three or five. Which is not, you know, which is a which is what they've left from from last season. So, you, so you never know. So, Dyer and Wanyama in there is is something that, as you said, Rick keeps it steady for twenty minutes, suss them out a little bit, and then try and push on. I was disappointed that we didn't push on quicker in the game, obviously. But I there think you go. I think the problem where, where, where Dyer and Wanyama were isolated was because our front three and Harry Kane weren't able to press in the way that they would like. Obviously, um, they were over, over outnumbered yeah. um, by their three at the back, um, which meant that they could pass out and, and had more options available to them. Which essentially the first line of defence at Tottenham is that pressing game high up the pitch, and that was negated by the fact that they had more bodies than we, we did. So I think um, I think that then brings undue pressure on Wanyama and Dyer. And I think it's a little bit alarming that on a number of occasions now, Wanyama, um, Pochettino has been out uh, outfoxed almost initially by, by teams that play three at the back. Yeah, we had, when was it? So Watford, Watford last year. Um, Who was the other one? Was, was it one. Southampton? That came to us and, and suddenly went through it about. I think it might have been. Yeah, that's what Cumin does. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so that was difficult. But uh, you know, Wanyama looked strong and steady. Um, I, I didn't think. I didn't think he struggled. He struggled. He, didn't, I mean, I saw, he stood up and, and did well in a game that was quite difficult for him to, to make his debut in. I saw a few complaints about his tackling, you know, like all his fouls he was given away. But um, Xhaka for Arsenal played less than half an hour. He gave away more fouls than Van Nemi did. So. And he's a defensive midfielder who's yeah. under a little bit of pressure. Well, what would you yeah. expect? That's going to be it, well, it's, it's telling that he got kept on, though. So it must show that Pristina values him. And we, we did improve after he came, after Dar came off. Yeah. No slight on Dar, but obviously he's more, yeah. more of a credit to Janssen what he did more than what were Dar we, did. Were we fortunate just be one down at, at, at half-time? Definitely. I mean, that... Sorry, Rick, go on. No, no, you go. Well, I was going to say, that, that Rose's back pass that was just obviously under hit, and yeah, it should have been 2-0. I yeah, don't know was, about any more than that, but... What about Hugo being injured, though? Did that have a bearing on... Anything? I think we were under the cosh slightly anyway. I think we weren't playing as, as well as we could, and when your captain goes off, it's always going to... Maybe not jitters. That's probably a bit of a strong word, but just it just unsettles everyone, doesn't it? And I think we did our best work when in in that first period when the fullbacks pushed on. And Walker was kind of carried on his form from England in, in his kind of penetrative style. He's quick, fast paced. Um, Rose didn't do a great deal down the left, but that option was there. I don't know if it was weighted towards the the, the left hand side of our our attack. In that they had bodies there, and it gave Walker license. To move forward, um, Harry Kane talks about his difficulty in, uh, in, uh, in us being able to spread the play or, or switch play yeah. because they had five at the back. So, um, but but when Walker did get that opportunity to burst forward, we did look dangerous. Yeah, I think Walker didn't cross the ball enough. He got forward a lot of times. He'd be a bit reticent to push on and put the crosses in. I think we put in maybe eighteen crosses in all, and only three found their man. So, mm. not the greatest percentages. I mean, I know Trippier, some of his splits opinion, but. Well, Maybe Walker's, some. To be fair, Walker's cross for no, the goal. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walker did brilliantly for the goal. Walker's streets ahead of trip here, but we need might need something to cross the ball earlier. 
Yeah, like going back to what you were saying, T, about uh, like crossing and Walker getting forward and being kind of a bit nervous to, to swing the ball in. Uh, but the first half especially, I felt that... It's, it's always, I don't know, it's a dangerous thing to kind of... to have your opinion from Twitter. And all, and all I saw was like rolling in was just that... It was an absolutely shocking first half, and I really don't think it was a shocking first half. I don't think Everton should have been four or five nil up in the first half. They they had their goal, uh, and I thought it was a really shit goal to concede. But um, you see, then, it happens. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it happens. Um, and then the pass back, first game of the season, a bit nervy, blah blah blah. Um, so it wasn't that you know they went in one nil up, and that's a fair result. Um, but. I think yeah, I think we were a bit kind of like we had the handbrakes on and we just wanted to suss out what they were doing, um, and we had a lot of possession as well in the first half. I think a lot and of teams have um, sorry, sorry to cap, a lot of teams have suffered because of the Euros. Uh, not a lot of players haven't come back, so a lot of teams are kind of you know slow, slow starting. Well, do you, we, think, we do you think that was? Do you think that was a, a factor? I mean, well, the alternative Kane, would be to, to play none of them. Um, well, like, like Wenger did, yeah. And yeah. Um, well, Kane said he doesn't feel 100%. I don't know if that's down to the Euros. I think he started 63 games in a row, for, 68 games in a row for Tottenham. Which is in the league. Yeah, which is yeah. fucking mental. So, mm. And then you had the under-21 and, and the Euros. So I think there's an element of that. But I think for Kane, I think, yeah, that's probably a, <clears throat> a reasonable, you know... Conclusion to come to, but I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure that you know that the other people that have been involved in the Euros and the rest of it that couldn't have played. I just think it was first day of season stuff we've seen from the results on the first day of the season. You know what's going to happen? The holes gone up and done. Did what they did to Leicester. You know I don't think many. I think well maybe when they saw the team at Arsenal and they thought Liverpool would have a bit of joy. But you know the way it swung back and forth, it's different. Those first games are always are always a bit mental, and I think. Everton, I think the last four or five games we've had with Everton is up there. We haven't had a huge amount of success. And it's just a question of getting it, getting over the line and, and pushing on. The last few games against them have been draws, so yeah. probably went to script. And we ended, the, we ended the game with about 60-odd percent possession. Yeah. Um, much higher pass and accuracy. I know, but what I mean, I think what it shows is that you've, that turning the screw was happening. If the game had been another ten minutes longer... You know, who knows? But well, they're uh, running out of energy towards. Yeah, the exactly. So. Uh, a lot of criticism goes at <clears throat> Pochettino for not having a plan B. We talked about it length before, so I don't need to go into that in great detail. But I think that that, that switch on was it fifty six minutes? Yeah, uh, bringing Dyer off, which I was kind of surprised at. I would have thought that Wanyama. I was really, yeah, surprised. I was yeah. really surprised. Well, I, I'd have thought that Wanyama would have, would have been the one to come off if he was going to make that change. But if you think about it, Dyer. I would say Wanyama's more of a defensive unit and offers more defensively than Dyer does. And essentially what happened is that Dyer was taken off for Janssen. Um, Ali was dropped further back into midfield, but certainly wasn't in Dyer's position. Um, and I think what we... My understanding of it was what he tried to do was actually, all right, we're getting outnumbered in, in the defence. Our attack's being outnumbered. Let's just put another body in there and, and give them problems. I and, think... And take the risk, and actually defensively we were pretty sound mm. after that that happened. So it just showed that we put so much pressure on them in the final third that that tactic paid off. We obviously scored the goal. We we pushed for more. Stecklenburg, obviously the curse of Bardi has returned, <laughs> saying that Stecklenburg is shit. I, I mean I don't know, but maybe we should just never have him on again, I think so. or let him just come on and do Bardi's brain busting. Yeah, exactly, it'd be like a hologram just coming and do Bardi's brain busting. What I wanted to say quickly was, um, Daz had no pre-season. When Yama yeah. has. So I might be a factor in Dar coming off because he played all, all throughout the Euros. He didn't play in Australia, so yeah. that might be a factor that Wanyama had more in legs than, than Dar did. 
And I think um, and Janssen made a made a real difference. I think he um, and that that is a, like you say that is a plan B. The fact that that we've got someone that can come and to come and do that. Kane dropped a little deeper. And, yeah, uh, I, I would say more that Janssen coming on allowed us to play differently than Janssen making a difference. Yeah, well, yeah, but we're able to make that change because we've got a player like Janssen. You know, that's, that's the same thing. That's in not the, the same um, thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's two different things. Fuck off. Uh, in the uh, WhatsApp group, uh, Windy, Windy was saying um, that because Everton had three at the back, if we were to bring on Janssen, that the three at the back hadn't really been tested, um, and Janssen, another body in there, and that kind of strength of him w- would really push them, and then that would allow Kane to find the pockets um, and to kind of push them back. And as we made that change and saw that happen, Windy's good. <laughs> he did actually but, but he, he, called, he called it really early yeah, he, he was did. like I would like to see that happen and I was like yeah that's, that's quite interesting and then when it pans out and that did happen I thought fair mm. fucks but three at the back if you put two up front they generally struggle yeah so that's well then because they, they, they don't know what to do yeah. they don't know where to split that they stay compact and allow the full back but if there's one man on, on five especially then yeah, yeah the, the basis that we want is we want to be able to have a team that can <clears throat> that can Change and can morph into slightly different things when it needs to. Yeah. Um, and and hopefully that's what we're moving more towards with, with a slightly more. It's difficult, to, difficult to read into anything other than ninety minutes of football. Obviously, it's the first game of the season, so, so you can't make sweeping generalisations about what this means for the season. But on ninety minutes, we had problems. Potch changed it, changed the game around, and we probably could have and should have won later in the season. We probably would have done that. Uh, I can't pronounce the name. Delafoe, yeah, he was giving us some problems. Yeah, and I think he could have. I don't know. He, he just seemed to be strolling about a bit. The tongue uh, looked a little. And then put, you know, just just kind of like as he'd go with the ball, not, mm. no one really tracking him or closing him down, or it's just kind of a bit of a half-hearted tackle when he was just slipping through. And he was, he was causing causing a, a few problems. Majority of that came against Vertonghen, and I think Vertonghen's obviously. You know, he's not really had any, or hardly any pre-season. Nah. Just looked a bit rusty, and he, he sometimes takes a well, few games. Fitness issues as well, wasn't it? Yeah, there was. Um, there was what, didn't it, some didn't even think he was going to start, and then he um, was yeah, like, <clears throat> as a late boost. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> but overall, are you, are you happy? I mean, Stecklenburg was say say brilliantly from Janssen. I think. I mean, there was some criticism about Janssen should have buried it, but. He was fresh on the pitch, if we're making excuses for him. He did put it beside of the key part. It was probably easy to save, and he had literally seconds, milliseconds to and react. his first touch yeah. was lovely as well. It was stuck underneath his feet, a little yeah. touch to, to get it out to, to a point. Now, I was, I was happy with it at the end. I thought, you know, it's, 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 it's part of the course a little bit. You have a bad first half and, and a decent second half, and a draw was probably a fair result. And like you say, you can't make any sweeping statements after one game. Everything looks all right, and we can turn it on like that in the second half. When's There'll Dem- be more teams that we beat than we don't. When's Dembele back? After the window shuts. What? Yeah. How many games did he get? Six? Six? So it's six? Yeah, six. So he's got four left. Well, three left. Four left. Three left. Fucking hell. Yeah, so he missed Southampton and <laughs> Palace. Newcastle. All right. And it's good. Good. I'm still glad he did it. Um, <laughs> Dyer and Wanyama, then you'd stick with that, wouldn't you? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think we need two defensive midfielders at, at home. I don't think we need. I think we could just go four-one-four-one as a formation. Just have one of the two. I don't see. I don't really see a point. I mean, I remember AVB used to have um, two defensive midfielders at home, and it's pointless. Really, just, just fuck them up, smash them up. Do you think? Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but do you think Pochettino would 
we've never played four one four one really. Well, may, maybe a variation on that. But what, do you mean like Ali dropping deep and that somebody's going to be much more forward thinking? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I, I've, I've always liked. I think Ali. I get what Ali does in moments. He has moments of brilliance and he's running off the ball. He's a lot. Uh, does a lot for our team. Um, I also like Ali in that. In the, uh, yeah, two. The two. Pivot, uh, yeah. the, the double pivot. Fab <laughs> um, just said double pivot. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think he could offer something there, and he does offer something there. I think Ali's form, by and large, throughout his career at Tottenham, I think the hype supersedes his actual impact on games. I, I, I'm, I'm being harsh on him. Do you know what? I'm not being harsh. I'm being what, what, what I think most people should see and then what I see. And I'm not saying drop him. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in the starting 11. I'm not saying he shouldn't play a, a, a 10 when he's available to do it. I'm just saying that, that hopefully there's much more to come from him. He is still a rough diamond. And I think someone else could do a, a, as good a job as Ali does in the number 10, which will enable him to drop into uh, the double pivot, the, the aforementioned double pivot. Do you mean, <laughs> do you mean um, his impact throughout a game? Because his impact on games is that's the whole reason why we've said, you know, towards the end of last season, like you've got to keep him on if after 70 minutes he's not turning it on because you know what type of game he can. Yeah. The Palace so game mean, was an example. Yeah, exactly. So I agree with you in fact of throughout a game, like, I mean, yeah. particularly Saturday, I mean, it was almost non existent, yeah. fair to say. I think. Um, no, he's non existent, he's sloppy at times. And but you don't want to take him off, do you? Because you know, you've got can... that pressure the last 10 minutes. No, then, no, uh, look, I'm not, I'm not, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I understand that. I just think he needs to add more to his general all round all round game, um, especially in the position as important as uh, as a number 10. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, it's just what I've seen so far. I think when you have someone like Lamella, who, even if it's a shit game, and never hides it, he's always running about, always buzzing about and creating problems. And you see people like Ericsson and Ali, who, who are perceived as not working as hard. You think, well, why aren't they trying to impact the game like Lamella is? And maybe that's, maybe, that, maybe that's the issue. I can't believe it's taken us this long to get to Lamella. Yeah, let's talk about him. Yeah. Because you, you've supported him for so long, and I think you'd be mad not to be excited about the way he ended last season the the, the performances he had in the Copa America and, and pre-season pre-season Tottenham and you know he's got a brilliant header which I didn't think he had in him yeah. to, to get in front of the man and it was kind of what Kane would do yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how he managed to do it his frame doesn't look like he's able to be I think, I think that does as much as them having two, two strikers mm-hmm. to watch as well that created space for Lamella to come in and sneak in for the header so it's intelligent great finish because he saw that you know he had, he had, a, he had the run on Funes Mori Mm-hmm. When he put the head in, and that's oh, brilliant. I think the difference as well from when when he came and he was having a real shit time and lacking confidence and stuff like that, and how brave he was to get squeeze himself through and actually fucking stick his head on that. Um, you wouldn't have seen Lamella do that a couple of seasons. I was surprised ago. when I saw so, him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was as well. And there was another time as well. There was another cross that came in and he went for it. and it Didn't quite work out, but. Again, just you know, getting himself in that area and um, having that aggression to meet the ball. Uh, I mean, me, uh, there's no way I'd fucking go ahead in that. I hurt myself. <laughs> for bo- bollocks. Yeah, yeah bollocks. Do. <laughs> yeah, standing on the edge of the ball, going no. Yeah, no. That's it's not on my head. Not my head. That's why we're sitting here over the last weekend about the worst days of our lives, yeah. <laughs> drinking beer. Um, and, and he's fucking earning shitloads scoring goals for Tottenham yeah. he, um, he didn't say bollocks, <laughs> bollocks about that, yeah. <laughs> he, um, what I like about him now and, and what you've seen through pre-season and a little bit watching him for Argentina as well uh, this summer was he's got a bit of arrogance about him 
now. He's got that kind of swagger where he knows he's doing a decent job and he knows that the, the, obviously the hard work that, he, that he's put in trying to get used to things is, is paying off. Um, and he's such a vital part oh, to our team now. And even still, Saturday night, still seeing people saying, well, he did, you know, that he did fuck all for an hour. I mean, I'm like, what... A, no, I don't yeah. understand what these people are watching. Well, I thought he was he was one of our better performers in the first half. I didn't think he was bad that bad at all. I thought he was okay. I and he, he tried. He was on a, on a par that was very low. He, he was kind of above that. My issue with with people that are like, oh, he's giving it away four times before he does anything. He's he's the the, the type of player we moan when we when people praise him for defensive work. People are like, oh, well, he's attacking play. You know, thirty million quid. He should be making stuff happen. To make stuff happen, you've you've got to try things. And if the first or the second or third thing doesn't come off what, what do you want him to do put his hand up and ask to come off he's, the, the, he's got to try these things the criticisms we had of Lamella in, in his first season I think are non-existent now okay. I, I think there are there is always going to be elements of him losing the ball because he's in a low percentage area of the pitch but by and large he's a different footballer than the one we bought and yeah. all I want this is all I want right I want Ricky at some point in this season to say yeah, he's worth the money. <laughs> Just, and I hope he does enough to convince you. Really. Yeah, so, yeah, so do I. It'll be a good day when that. But happens. it's a good point. Uh, I, I, and I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be afraid to to admit, kind of saying that. Yeah, he is worth the money and stuff. But from what I'd seen previous seasons and what we'd signed him for, um, he wasn't living up to those expectations. And I, admittedly, like the end of last season, uh, his pre-season and stuff like that, he's looking a great player at the moment. If, Someone said it. In, I can't remember who said it, but if you were to, if Lamella was to go on for sale now, someone coming about, what what would you accept for him? That's probably an easier way of kind of. But you can't replace him. I said last week on the pod, you can't replace. You can't replace Ericsson. You can't replace these guys. In terms, of people just, are criticising. You can't replace them. Just for the fun of it, though, you know, to answer the question. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would be around about the same money right now. He's a t- young. Argentinian international uh, I, I who would, was one I, I would say somewhere between 20 and 30 million would be what would be required if he wasn't at Tottenham on a long contract that, he's that, not on a long contract though when's he due? just two years probably going to get a lot more it's strange he's not, been, he's not been tied up then so he's, nev- yeah. he's never signed an extension no I think he might be running down I could be wrong but I'm fairly certain he's running down but if we do sell him we're going to demand what we paid for him, and we'll probably get it. So, yeah. But no, I don't think he'll be sold. I think everybody understands. Well, no, no, no. Pochettino more than most. He won't be sold. I think he's just. Um, I mean, all great managers have a have a player who symbolises them on the pitch, and Pochettino and Lamella represents Pochettino on the pitch. All right. Um, who, who do you think? Actually, got a question from Dan Arlington on Reddit. He says, "Now that we've had a taste of Kane and Janssen, do you want to see more of them together, or hope that they compete against each other for the same spot?" I. Um, I mean, ideally, we wouldn't see them together. Hopefully, our midfield of last season been able to, to create enough chances for Kane, and when he needs a rest, Janssen comes in and is fresh. If we rely on the fact that they're two forwards who play together, then we're in the exact same position as we was last season. We don't have a backup forward. That's I, not what he was brought in for. I don't know. I think um, I think two strikers isn't such a bad isn't such a bad idea, especially at home to Palace, for example. I don't think it's a bad idea. I'm just saying it puts us in the same situation as last season. Well, we don't have a backup. Well, no, 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 we don't. But I just think um, in this day and age, so many teams play with one up front. Games are just negative, and I mean, Leicester won the league with two up front. And there's a lot more teams that are going towards that way. And I think, um, I mean, ultimately, I think Pochettino is um, very stubborn and addicted to one up front. So essentially, they probably will be competing for the same spot. But I can see Kane getting rested on occasion for for Janssen. Well, in this instance, Ali dropped deeper. Kane played ten, and, and Janssen 
was up front, so I guess in, that's not them playing. Because initially Kane was kind of a number ten; he was kind of behind the front man. It's only yeah. after a while he got pushed up as a nine. Yeah, yeah. so you can't play both. I mean, ultimately, it's about options, isn't it? Yes. And you know he was brought on, and it changed the dynamic of the game and enabled us to do other things, as what you said, Al. It's just, it's the subtle things, though. I mean, even for Lamella's goal, I mean, Janssen just being there just creates the space for other players to come yeah. from deeper. So people like Ali and yeah. Lamella will score more goals because they've got people up there taking the focus off. And you're right; it, it boils down to options and the fact of you know I'm sure we'll, we'll chat about Ericsson at some point, but if. Um, if Ericsson is having one of his parts of the season where it's six, seven, eight games that just doesn't seem to be happening for him, then having these different systems that we can try and morph into is, it can only be a good thing. Who's your man of the match? No matter. Ericsson. <laughs> Fuck off. Fight you all. Really? Yeah. Are you just Wait, being you're you're just being a... oh, I'm just being me. I'm right. <laughs> just being me. See, everyone's just looking at me. I didn't Walker. even register with me at first. Walker, Carl Walker. Oh, Walker's a good shout. Yeah. I would probably go with Walker. I said Danny Rose in it. I don't know what a great character, man. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd say Lamella. Well, but do you know what? I'd say Pochettino for changing the Lamella's won it, all right? Yeah, yeah probably Lamella. All right. Uh, Palace, obviously, Andros Townsend comes back to White Lane for the first time. Trying to get a good reception? I think he will. I, I, think, I think he will. I don't think he's someone who generally got a lot of stick. I mean, when we played Newcastle in May... And they, I mean, obviously, there's less of us than those of them. But I, I didn't see a lot of bad sentiment towards him. I still like him. I, I liked him. I liked him at Tottenham. Obviously, we we've had his dad on here. Yeah. Um, but uh, I liked him. But what he will get is a smattering of applause. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't he know. It's not going to be rapturous. Great reception, man. Like he's an really? he's he's an yeah. ex-Spurs player. He, he's done he done nothing wrong to to reward kind of. Any kind of booing or not, not get, booing, or, no. or, or not getting up out your seat and giving him a round of applause, or, or any kind of. I, I think we'll probably um, his name will probably be sung as well. I, you know, I don't think he done any any wrong at Mexican all. Wave? No, no. The fact of, do you think? Do you think he'll get the whole? You know, Yido Chan because Lennon got it when he oh, came. Oh, most on. definitely. Lennon's most definitely. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying that I'd be, I'd be really surprised. What if he didn't get a Yido chance? Yeah, really? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. I I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get one. I I would be surprised if he did. Yeah, I'd be surprised. (laughs) We think he will, but he think he won't. (laughs) I think he will because you know he's come up through the, you know, through the system. I think he should. Yeah, yeah. I know. I like him, but I just my my understanding of the Spurs support is that he will get a. A, a kind of polite applause. Type. Yeah, people I think are, we'll just get, I think it'll be rapturous. I think people are a bit more, um, a bit nicer when it's someone that's come through the system and stuff. I think even even Jake Livermore got I'm a nice pretty well decent to, to him when he played. Exactly, I mean, fucking horrible to him, to be honest. Somewhere, yeah. Although, yeah. I mean, but he, <laughs> he, gave, he gave an interview. I forget which publication that was, and he says um, it's only when he joined Newcastle that he realised how below Poy was at Tottenham, and he wished he could have maybe tried a bit harder. No, really? So he's very honest about himself and his and his level. Mm. Um, I like honest. his new haircut as well. Well, yeah, I mean, some, we actually someone asked us a question: who's better bored, Townsend or Ricky? I think it's probably Ricky. <laughs> what? Is, uh, who asked that question? Sorry, Ricky, I mean. Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, has he fucking heard what his story? Ricky isn't bored. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's, it's a shaved board. That's it? what the question was, not... Oh, right. Whoever asked that, I'm going to open them up like a can of beans. <laughs> or fold them, as Jubilee said. That's, that's, <laughs> our new, that's our new twing, though. Fold them, a fucking folder cut. Fold him up. Fold him up. <laughs> because I don't, this was on the Bull Street podcast. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not a fighter, but I would have folded him up. <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> Which was brilliant, by the way. If you haven't listened to it, it's excellent. That's intimidating. But, but no, Palace's big problem is, is up front. Um, today... Well, Monday they've sold um, Belassi for thirty million. It's not worth that much. Have they really him? Yeah, he's actually gone. Jesus he's been. He's, right. he's, they've, tweeted him, they've tweeted a picture of him in the kit, and he's fully joined. No yeah. shit, man. So, um, so that that kind of. How opens, much? Twenty eight? Would you say? I think it rises to twenty eight. That's a big windfall for Bristol City. Yeah, I'm get about five million. Well. Belassi, Jesus. Um, so, so yeah, so it's likely that they're going to replace him with um, fuck, with Benteke. So that would be a good move for Let's them. Let's hope that fucking doesn't happen before the weekend. No, of course, of course I mean, not. All the stuff we've said about Benteke, like, I really, really, we... really wanted Benteke, and now he's going to end up at fucking Palace. Benteke or Lukaku, I've yeah. said it. I've said Benteke, I've always said Benteke. Yeah, you have. Oh. But no, the point I was making is that last season, they had four players on five goals, and one of them was Scott Dan, so they definitely need gold, so they'll definitely probably go all out for Benteke I think I think, you, I think a couple of weeks ago we was out in Piss Tea and you was like you just kept chanting, chanting fuck Kane Benteke fuck Kane Benteke no it's fuck Kane gets Suarez no no it's Benteke <laughs> <laughs> no you know I'd, I'd have loved Benteke at Spurs but obviously he's out of our price range now but but no I think we've got to be we've got to be confident he's out of our price range but he's going to get a palace yeah he's out of our price range palace can buy him I know it's, it's, it's crazy but we don't spend that much money on players so I think after the Magnificent Seven we our, our fingers burnt haven't we yeah but, but 30 no, million ain't much now and it's mental isn't it that you can say that about someone like Bala- I can't go over it Balas for 30 million that's, I don't that's an anomaly care. for me that's an anomaly I don't think that's yeah, I mean, Marne I, and Balassi that's an anomaly it's, not, it's, not to do, it's to do with um it's just to do with the amount of money this season. Like yeah. next season, Mane doesn't cost thirty-four million. It costs less. That's it. Mane fucking tore off. He was, he was like, excellent. He was yeah. And I was looking at him was going. I knew he was good at Southampton, right? But I thought he was like that functional good. Yeah, but match that of fucking, day player. That, n- I still think he is. That that goal. I mean, that was a match of the day goal. But mm. the, the, that goal where he tore Chambers. And I mean, to be honest, I looked at Arsenal. It's Chambers, for fuck's sake. Chambers. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I thought I've got the name on. No, no. You can never quite tell with T because you can't yeah, yeah. apart any Just, part of your scene. And, and he looks at you, there's no clue to his face. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I was like, Chambers, it's Chambers for fuck's sake. That's just something wrong. No, 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 no. But... Um, yeah, when, they, when Arsenal lined up with Chambers and Holding, yeah. who fucking I'd never heard of, I knew that they bought him from Bolton when they announced it on Match of the Day, and then I was like, well, all right. Uh, they, they started with Holding and Chambers, and it just. It just made just gave, just made me happy. Mm. Yeah. It just made me happy that they're that they're writing. And the thing is, as well, when I when I saw the team sheets as well, and I saw Arsenal's team sheet, I was like, "Fuck it, little man." And then I saw Liverpool's, and it was like uh, Klopp has done done like the old school our dealers, where it's like, right, here's my tactics, all out attack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's my tactics. Fuck them up. That's yeah, it. That's all I need you to do. Just go for them. It's a weird. It's a very weird game because the takeaway. From it is that Arsenal got smashed, but they only lost by the odd goal, and they had like Ozil missing, they had Koscielny missing, so they could have. So if Arsenal had a full team, they probably would have. Oh, right, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I'm just be kicking the realness, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But you look at the the goals that uh, Liverpool conceded. They were kind of, you know, the, there was the especially the third Arsenal goal where they just straight back for the answer from the four two. Yeah. This, this is actually making me sick. Now. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Why I've got a point to make. Palace have only won two games in 2016. Who's a cure yeah. win? 
Well, I'll say the same thing about We've never seen ever beaten us in ages, but but no, Palace are. You know, between the rock and a hard place, really. And if they carry on, Pardew could be gone by Christmas. I just want no, to see how that. far they're loving with Pardew exist without, um, what, you know, when they're finally going to turn on him. That's what I want to see. That's going to be the moment for I me this season when I Palace think, fans I know, I know, I know, I know Palace season's a kit older. Of course you do. And uh, he, um, he's not, he's not that um, in love with with Pardew. Yeah. I, I think that he sees, uh, he sees a lot through the kind of. The media side of Pardew yeah. and his tactical ineptness, and and also that like, I was looking at, like when I was going through my 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 bets at the weekend, I was looking at Palace's team. I was looking at their strikers, and I was just like, they've got nobody. They've got yeah. nothing. <laughs> what is there? <laughs> they've got nothing. So they've left. What are they hoping to do? Yeah. Like, well, I, I, in my head. I know he doesn't play there, but Glenn Murray's still up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Adebayor's gone as well. He's gone at the weekend as well. Murray as well. He's gone. Get on, Murray's. But, Glenn, Glenn but no, I mean, he, I mean, last season, what, the most goals is five, as I said, the most assists is three. They're missing a lot of. I mean, what, Kabai, what was it, about 80, 90 grand a week? Mm. And, his, and his return is five goals and three assists. Mm. But they're, they're the type of team that really you should be able to. To, to get rid of in the first half hour, 40 minutes, whether that's by two goals, three goals, but you can break their will in that yeah. first 30, 40, 40 minutes. And that's the, that's what we should be doing. We on will be breaking their game. will and more, motherfucker. Pardew seems to have, have this ability to get them up for certain games. Mm. It really does. And when we beat them 3-1 last season, they were, it was a tight game for a very long time until Laddie got that goal and that just kind of... You know what's going to happen. They're going to they're gonna play the percentages. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna sit back, hope to hit us on the break, use Zaha... And Townsend on the break. They've got the perfect players to beat Tottenham. Yeah, it's a, whether or not we allow them to do it. If we yeah, overload that that, that 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 final third in the same way we did again, Everton. That's how we should start. So the next question is about whether Jansen and Kane should start. It doesn't matter as long as there isn't two centre 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 defensive midfielders and and Ali's allowed to the freedom to to play in midfield. And then I think I think Palace will will, will struggle, but without. Loris, because I presume he's out. It's um, a hamstring, I think. So, well, if it's uh, hamstring, it's six weeks at least. Well, I don't know if they didn't know the extent of it, but yeah. yeah. He jogged off. That's true, yeah, he did. Well, yeah. why, just let someone else do the kicks. Yeah. I've seen that before when we beat United 4 1 on that New Year's Day in, at Wyatt Lane, Schmeichel couldn't kick her and he had uh, sent, that weird centre half, Dupree or whatever his name was, taking uh, Prunier, goal yeah. kicks. That's it, yeah. Dupree. <laughs> Um, well, like, oh, Jermaine. Um, <laughs> yeah. But this is our first home game of the balloting system, where you know you you apply for your ticket and you get it for a ballot. Do you think that'll affect the atmosphere? I don't understand. It. I still don't understand it now. Well, you, it's, it's, it did the same thing in athletics, didn't it? You put you you apply for tickets and they pick people at random. Yeah, it's like a raffle. Yeah, what don't you understand about a raffle? I just like that. I don't like. I, don't, I haven't been. Involved You've never with played it. a raffle and don't understand how they work. Well, it just it just seems that people are very angry, angry, angry about it. I don't just have people get angry, angry at a raffle before. <laughs> When a raffle means like everything is the best thing in their life. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, when you go to the school fete, yeah. it's like number thirty-eight. Oh, you've won a can of beans. Yeah. This is a ticket to There's go. There's less Rodman than Mighty But no, I mean, I think it will affect the atmosphere a little because we're used to sitting where we want. Yeah. And you know, like-minded people sit together and they sing. You know, I think I'm in Paxton Upper for this. So no, I'm in South Upper for that. But it's just. I don't know. I don't know what effect the atmosphere is going to have with the with the reduced capacity and season ticket holders are still in the same. Yeah, they'll place, still be in the same places. Yeah. They'll be. I don't yeah, know, yeah. I haven't had to worry about it. I've been sorted out. Oh, that's going to go down well. 
Uh, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, Palace. Predictions. I think we're doing quite easily, personally. Three-one. You fucker. <laughs> you not talk too slow, man. Hurry up. Three-one. Long last first half. One-nil Palace. Really? Yeah. Nah. What do you think? I said we'll do them easy. Oh, Are you not given a score? Three-nil. Yeah, five-nil Spurs. <laughs> All right, that's it from the first half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. I'm still reeling from Ricky's story. Uh, yeah, all right, join us for the second half. It's, on, it's going to be on Facebook Live next week if, you, uh, if you're interested in watching this this conversation between four people around a microphone. Yeah. Some people seem to be. Uh, we'll be on the face, Facebook Live. If you haven't seen it, you'll be able to re-watch this on our Facebook website, on our Facebook page. <laughs> we don't like know. that. <laughs> on the Facebook. <laughs> Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off the loan players, Philippe Lesniak didn't make the squad for Slovan Liberec on Saturday, but Fazio will likely make his Roma debut on Wednesday. Moving on to the youth teams, I watched the under-18s win their first match of the season 4-1 against Southampton on Saturday. The goals came from Samuel Shishua with a penalty, Jack Rolls, Rio Griffiths and Tasha Oakley Booth. It was a good performance from the um, Spurs youngsters, probably not worthy of a 4-1. It flattered them somewhat. Southampton were decent and didn't really deserve to go down that heavily. Uh, but we played well and there were some particularly impressive performances. I thought TJ Ayoma at the back... He played right back, but he's predominantly a centre-back. He was excellent. Uh, very impressed by him. I'd only seen him in on TV or in videos before, so it's good to see him in the flesh. And uh, he's one who I'm going to keep my arm for this season. I think he's a very good player. Also very impressed with George Marsh in midfield. A typically busy performance from him. He is slightly reminiscent of Scott Parker in the way he plays. Uh, he captained the team and put in a real captain's effort in that game. I was also fairly impressed with Rio Griffiths up front. He's a converted winger, so playing with his back to goal doesn't come naturally to him, and that's something he'll definitely need to work on across the season. But he came away with a goal and three assists, so a good good afternoon's work from him. The under-21s lost their season opener 2-0 to Everton. Shayna Harrison missed a first-half penalty before Everton scored two late goals through David Hennan and Matthew Folds. Everton had a fairly strong team out. They included Brendan Galloway and Tom Davies, who are considered first-team um, squad members these days. Uh, but Spurs had a strong team too. We had Walker Peters at right-back. We had Anton Walks playing at centre-back, who was, of course, with the first-team squad in Australia in pre-season. Luke Amos was in midfield, who also travelled the first team. And then you had Marcus Edwards, William Miller and Nathan Odua behind Harrison. So a strong under-21 side from Spurs and a slightly disappointing result. Uh, the ever-reliable THFC Academy on Twitter said that Amos, Ogilvy and Miller were our best over 90 minutes. Edwards was apparently good in the first half, but struggled a bit in the second. Hopefully, as the season goes on, the under-21s will improve. But I think I've mentioned before that it's a slightly odd under-21 team in that it's kind of a mishmash of talent. You've got uh, some very good players and some less good players. So we'll see how that one pans out. As ever, if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs.
Second half of the Fighting Cop Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. We're on Facebook Live. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we've had some Snapchats in, some uh, some glorious ones. You're, First, you're of, not thanking Wendy. Uh, do we have to do that every time? Yeah, I, I it's like implied, it. isn't Come it? Then. All right, thanks, Wendy. Thanks, thanks Wendy. All right, uh, well seen. Snapchat. Uh, Joseph the Fourth has sent in another belter again because of his content. We can't mention it because, well, just can't. I mean, you could probably end up. <laughs> no, like, yeah, we're not going to mention it. But uh, thank you. Keep sending in those. Uh, Man- Manzia Manzia uh, is a funny prick um, <laughs> Really is <laughs> yeah, It's hard to is do it, this Is he the B&Q? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's basically sitting on a shelf in uh, <laughs> Sitting on the shelf in B&Q And um, he's got his mum in the background And he goes uh, Mum, mum, look I'm on display Which when you explain it, yeah, you, you, haven't, you haven't done it massive justice. Well, well that was it. <laughs> that was it, pretty much, wasn't it? Um, yeah, thank you very much, Wendy. Thanks for sending in Snapchats. We can't really show them or demonstrate them in, on, on the podcast, but we enjoy them greatly, so please send, keep sending them in. Uh, quick fire questions from Milo underscore Coyers from Twitter. He says, Should Wimmer start over Vatongan? No. I'm leaning towards it, you know, a little bit. Why? Just a little bit. I just think we're, I just think we're a lot more solid with him when, um, than out of their world. I think the Tongan has a tendency to lose his man at times and lose concentration. Because mm. um, um, when when Tongan was injured last season, I thought Vimmer filled in admirably. Oh yeah, this, this yeah is a, done a great job. This is a denigrate Vertonghen. I just think Vimmer is just solid. And he's got a future at Tottenham. I don't think he should. Well, you're essentially saying Vimmer's better than Vertonghen. How many? But Vertonghen many... came back in and was like he'd never been away. How many preseason games did uh, Vimmer play? Played none because he had that black eye, didn't he? He didn't play because he had a black eye. It was more than sounds like fussy old. Um, That's true. If it's just a black guy, yeah. Vertonghen. No, I think he probably did another injury. Vertonghen um, obviously didn't have a great game, but Vertonghen and Vat Adavero of last season were, were superb. Well, they have been, yeah. They're, they're a great partnership. So um, no, I wouldn't have any issue with Vertonghen as long as he's fit. Yeah, and then that decision obviously gets placed in front of Pochettino, and he'll do what's best. But my opinion is Vertonghen should start over Vimmer at this stage. Yeah, at this stage, just I think long term, he might. So what we're saying, yes, no, yes, yes. Yeah. No, or no, yes, no, no. Brilliant. Los Simpson on Facebook, he says, which uh, member of the current squad can you see doing ta- stadium sorts? Oh, which current member of this, which member of the squad will do stadium? Go <laughs> <laughs> again. Go again. Go again. Keep making him do it. Keep making him do it. Which, which current member? Which member of the current squad can you see doing stadium tours oh, for fans I in, made it. in 2030? That's a really good question. <laughs> It is a good question. Um, Carmen Squad probably be well. That would be Harry Kane. That's done something really dastardly. Yep. Yeah, I'd say Harry. Does it have to be biggest <laughs> legend, or is it just someone that you know had an all right career and then's coming back and oh, I don't know. might need a add your own uh... Mason. I'd probably say Lamella as well. He's like one Fuck of those. Fuck off. He's barely speaking. No, yeah, but he's like one of those like little happy Labradors. Like you just tennis ball, you throw it, and he just goes <laughs> for it, and you. Is that what do you need to, to do stadium can... tours? Yeah. And it'd be like, That's a great way to do a stadium just, tour. Just go straight in there. He loves it. <laughs> I reckon Danny Rose. I reckon Danny Rose after he's had a massive breakdown and uh, and kind of ends up on, on on and off of the wagon and he needs a job. 
and uh, doesn't strike me much of a people person. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Right? <laughs> <That's a laughs> joke. He's such so, a so people person. <laughs> he's such a legend, like down the lane, that that obviously he's he's perfect for it. But he, he, he's completely disgruntled in his, in his job. He's just like he'll, he'll be doing the tours and he'll just be pointing locker rooms, <laughs> gents. Bardi, Bardi just asked the question. Says if you if you walk past a group of gooners having a fight amongst themselves on the street, what would you do? Film it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that's fairly unanimous. I think that's what a lot of people said to me. They'd probably just, just film it and laugh. Yeah. yeah. He'd run. There's nothing better than Gooners losing their shit. Mm. And they do so, so often. It's, it's, it's a great thing. It's beautiful. Uh, okay, so Ericsson came into for criticism again. He also hit back at rumours demanding 150k a week. How valuable to Spurs is he? Uh, 15, 20 million? I think he's worth a bit more than that, personally. But I think he's very valuable to Spurs. The thing is... Often people say he doesn't work hard, it doesn't. I mean, 50 50 challenges, I'll admit. I mean, Ricky's offset often that is, he often ducks out of them. But a lot of the goals you score, often is Everton winning the ball back. Against Everton, he won the ball back the most. I think maybe the second most amount of times in, in our entire team. It's not I didn't know yeah, Fucking hell. And then you see his, um, and, and the stats he has, he always stands up every game. And you've got three managers who have always picked him. Every game he's available for, he's always picked. So that says, that says a lot. I think. I think the thing with Ericsson, I think because he's such a good player, we expect him to be head and shoulders above everyone else. But he's just a soldier in our team. He's just he's another cog in our machine. And I feel that's the problem that people seem to have with him is that he's another cog in the world, he's not above everyone else and dominating games by himself. I think the expectation levels of, of Ericsson, and I include myself in that, were, were, were very high. And he, he's, he's had purple patches at Tottenham, but he's had patches where he's been ineffectual going football uh, going forward I, I kind of I don't know I just think he probably should do more in, in, in the position that he's in you know with, with the reputation he has but I, for me everyone, no one seems to really agree but so, yeah. I, I, I see him as our playmaker the, the guy that pulls the strings threads the balls and when he's not doing that it's like who, who else is going to do that and if he does have enough uh, enough pats then there's, there's, we can't point any more things. We can't get anyone else in that position yeah. to to do what he does. So when he so when he does go missing, it is really noticeable because we don't have anyone to draft in to, to replace him or or give him a run for his money or or anything. It's just it's just him doing that. I think it's too hard. It appears to be a playmaker. There. I mean, Rodgers was a lot deeper than everything. Mm. Everything is part of a three. So yeah. not going to dictate play from the left wing as such. I mean, he's had nine hundred appearances. He's had twenty three goals, twenty three assists. No, I mean the, the numbers are not ninety-nine themselves. appearances. Yeah, Premier League appearances. I mean, That's... we're not. I mean, we're not. We're not a pod who pride, prides ourselves on stats. But I don't know. T- we fucking <laughs> deliver enough of them. But time and yeah, time, I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, we. I mean, as I, I can see what you're seeing. You should. Someone should be taking the games by the scruff of their neck. But maybe the future for him is alongside Dyer in a two, and he can ping boards around and bring people into play a bit more. I. I think. It, you kind of shatter my point a little bit when you said about him winning the ball back enough times because what my point was going to be is with with quick, quick thing but you're going to make players. it even though the point is now redundant you're three going to make players. it yeah. Yeah. Three, three players <laughs> I like the cut of his jib yeah. <laughs> only three players won the ball back more than he did three players three players won the ball back more than yeah, he did two of them are defenders yeah Walker Walker, Walker Rose and Wanyama okay um, th- what my point is with Ericsson is Rich Wright when he isn't doing what he's best at doing it's so noticeable by its absence and the fact that when Lamella isn't able to slip through balls or get past two players or whatever it might be 
you, you can really see what he's doing off the ball. Now, that might just be because he runs around like headless chicken and, and it's a bit more evident. And obviously, with Ericsson's winning the ball back that many times, then he's obviously doing his work as well. But I, I'm just... There's something about Ericsson that I just can't... When he's bad, it, makes, it annoys me and it makes me angry. And I am the biggest happy clapper going. I stand up and clap every player off the pitch, regardless, ever. What number but, is Ericsson? Uh, what do you mean? Well, what, shirt what's, number? What's your shirt number? 23, the same number yeah. as Judas. Yeah. Oh. But no, but no uh, I was going to say, didn't did, did you say 23? <laughs> is that it? What's your point? Don't even interrupt me. Did you say 23 league goals? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. 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 Mickey's deep level <laughs> thinker, man. Deep level thinker. It's all in here, mate. Don't Third eye. That doesn't mean anything. Third eye's open. Yeah. What are you worried about? He believes in pneumology. That's our Mickey. Sorry? Pneumology, you know, the power of numbers. Isn't 23 like about that? Spooky has three cats about number 23, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he has fucking three cats about anything. <laughs> that's true. Very true. Um, so, what we said? Oh, oh, what about his rumours that he's saying don't believe everything you read on the internet? Fucking <coughs> yeah. the internet's where the truth's at. Yeah, bitch. It's, it's a shame because I do. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. There's loads of shit about 9 11 on there that's the truth, apparently. <laughs> jet fuel can't melt steel beams, though, can it? That jet fuel can't melt steel, steel beams. beams. I got there in the end. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, he joined, he's, he's not earning. Uh, it's not earning a King's Ransom at Tottenham. Right, he's yeah. reported on yeah. the internet. He could have joined City and other teams who would have paid him a lot more, so I don't think he's in the... I don't, th- I don't think he's a mercenary at all. And I don't think he'd ask for 150 a week either. But the way I... The way I, I think he'd ask for it. <laughs> well, the no, way I... Went, great if he yeah. just said, I'm not asking for 150, explain exactly what he's asking. <laughs> yeah. 148. So that, yeah, I'm asking for 130 grand a week, uh, goal bonuses, assist bonuses, and... and, and you know, the, the, what would you say he's worth, then? If he's, if he's on 30, reportedly now, and he's, and you know, as ever, we've said it, he go, least, he'll, he'll go and ask for 100. At least double that. he go and ask for 150 and hope that someone falls if somewhere I, If I was Levy, I'd be comfortable going in at about 80. Yeah. I'd, but there'd be bonuses in, in place. 65, 70. Which is fair. Yeah. yeah. It's the same kind of ballpark, yeah. He'll, he'll end up signing, it's fine. But it's I, just... I, th- I think he's a valuable player, and when you see Lamella running around, maybe the fans value that more than Ericsson quietly winning the ball back. Yeah, that's, that's Quietly creating I mean. space for others. And that's what yeah. Ericsson tries I think, to do from game football, to game. football fans for a long time have, have, have kind of seen that as an admirable trait in a player. Hmm. You know, running around. Yeah. You know, Genesis, uh, yeah, actually, Genesis used to run around and everyone hated him, so. You know. I loved you, man, Genesis. Of course you did. Yeah. But. Um, passion, isn't it? Passion. <laughs> Another bit of passion, bumping the chest. We done with that. Uh, Tommy Cord- Cordery on Twitter. He says, "Can we revisit Enoch out agenda when things are going great on the pitch, like last season? It's easy to avoid these things, or perhaps put in other teams. Are you happy with the ownership? What big things would you like to see addressed?" I think the transfer thing is a bit of an issue. I mean, the fact that Enkudu is taking its time. I think there's little there's little little niggles about the transfer policy because they only signed two players. Maybe there's a bit of that. Well, just, but just I think with it, I think the fact that bricks have been laid is kind of taking the the heat off him a little bit. We've seen bricks. The stadium could be the it's going to be the the kind of full stop on on what Enik have done with this with this club in, in my opinion. It'll, if it's done properly and and everything that they've told us and you know with the single stick single tier cop and everything that the things that if they listen to fans about what they want the stadium to be like and the feel and the atmosphere and that type of stuff i think they could walk away at the end of it with a pretty decent legacy well, on it, but. i mean the, the thing is with nothing in football is tangible and yeah. the stadium is very real it's there in, in, in front of you so if they're if they sell the club after that stadium has been built then levy really can look at it and go regardless of, of kind of what he's charged 
us to get into that stadium. The transfer mistakes he's made, the managers he employed that have been incorrect. You look at that and you think, well, if it is everything that it's said to be, then that's not a bad legacy. Um, they've been pretty good for PR. I mean, the Champions League tickets as well. I was about to say three, four, is it three for eighty or three for seventy? So, from a PR point of view, you've done quite well. But also the poor Mitchell debacle. I mean, it's a scar. I mean, who gives a fuck? I don't think it's. But there were people saying, "Well, why can't he even get along with people? Why can't he let people get on with it?" It's these massive assumptions about what's going on. Yeah. From what the club have said and Pochettino said, it's a personal decision that he's made. He's given. A year's notice on, on, on this, this is as I understand it, what I've read. He's given a year's notice, but probably be let go at the end of this transfer window. It, I, I've made decisions to leave jobs that have nothing to do with my manager. Yeah, of course. And I've, I, don't, I know you guys talked about it last week, but I think um, that it does it does set a slight, not alarm, it's a bit strong, but I think like you guys said last week, it's the first time that kind of something's come up that isn't, nice and rosy and everything going quite smoothly which does it concerns me but again from everything that it, it's either, if there has been a disagreement or whatever it's been played out PR wise it's, perfectly it's, but. It's, a, it's a transfer thing again though maybe Mitchell wanted players and Lever didn't want to spend maybe he's stalled yeah I suppose if you're gauged on the players that are brought through the door and those transfers don't happen yeah. once full recommendation has taken place and that doesn't happen then you might think well what am I doing here but the Incudu thing with Marseille is because Marseille have had a change of ownership more than anything else and I've also thinking? complained about Levy being hard to deal with as but well. they can do that and because they know it puts pressure on, on the club publicly to just go and spend the money and you know well, maybe they're right or maybe I mean the fact is it's been said over and over again so he clearly is a difficult man to deal for with for me I think in Enix's tenure um there hasn't been like looking around at other clubs like you've, Hull, for example, where you know they hate the chairman and they don't want the name change. And there's loads of other clubs across the country where they're really unhappy. There's protests going on. I don't think there's ever been a point where I've been ready to protest against anything. Actually, there's one thing. Stratford, uh, Stratford, mm. where, which was you know that that, that was fucking yeah, that, that's unreal. Laugh, it's laughable thinking about that now. I mean, I know, yeah. it's very real. But I mean, if you oh, think mate. about Stratford now and what it is, I mean, could you fucking imagine that? It would have been a different stadium anyway. Could have knocked down the athletics track. I, I understand but. that you know uh, people that sometimes we can't get people because we we won't rise to those wages, we won't rise to those demands. Deals aren't done quickly. This is done. Managers are sacked early. This is you know. Shit happens, um, and you can always. Like, I, I try and look on the bright side. With obviously uh, the Stratford move, that there was no fucking bright side in that. Yeah, they made it but, clear. Uh, but apart yeah. from that, uh, there has been nothing to. There's been nothing that's compelled me to be like <laughs> uh, outwardly. I am so disenfranchised with what is happening at Tottenham that I I am going to make a stand and give up my. Season ticket. Season yeah. ticket and stuff like that. Actually, there has been a few threats. <laughs> I can't remember what they were now, but I remember there's... there's I've got, you I've never threw it on the pitch. Two issues that remain with me. But go ahead. No, I mean, the Enoch out thing, I mean, the thing when they when came on the pod, I think that was a point at which, was it the Stoke game and the West Brom game? I think the game against Everton is going to be the game where they're going to do a full-on protest. That's when um, earlier in the Pochettino's reign, mm. we had Kapulina Adibayo as captain. Obviously, a lot of water's under the bridge since then. We've got a very unified team. So, I guess maybe the Ian Cart thing does kind of fall in line of when we're doing badly. But of course it does. I think there's, the thing with these things is it takes one shitty thing to happen for it to all come back. Yeah. And if Lamella has a bad game on Saturday, then... The haters will come back and it'll be the same with Enoch. I'll be ready for him. 
Well, one of the, what, the, the there's two things. One, um, one that uh, the 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 fact that we didn't get defended during the years debate, the club just kind of just let us get on with it. Mm-hmm. We had fans that were in the fucking dock without when they, when they shouldn't have been, in my opinion. Uh, the club didn't come out despite appeals from the transfer, uh, so the um, the trust trust supporters trust. I felt like we were hung out to dry for that, and uh, the, the Stratford thing yeah, that that was that was unforgivable, and we've gone over that many times. But they, those are the two things, and a part of Enix's le- legacy will be those two things for me. Yeah, and I'm the same. The, the two words for me, and, and StubHub is still a massive, oh, yeah, massive. Um, yeah. It's a massive issue for me, but like I said, it's there'll be there's. Individual is, bits rather is than that a whole still being used. I mean, right? it's, I mean, yeah, I think it's still being used, but I think it's going under face value now, right? Well, I don't I think, think so. There's lots of stipulations. There's still a cap can. and stuff now. I mean, stubbub, the whole stubbub issue will will come to a point. It's getting bigger and bigger in other sports now, in, in boxing now that these massive fights with Joshua and people like that are coming. Stubhub are being used for touts to buy that and then sell for fifteen hundred quid straight. It's it's becoming it's becoming more and more in it's the public eye. It's a societal issue. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, oh, for fuck's sake. On the forum says, since I bought a retro spur shirt, we have not won a single game. Please regale the tales of lucky garments of clothing. I don't believe in all that superstitious. Bullshit. I don't usually, no, but that Ginola shirt. Uh, like I said, I, yeah, well, I, I wore it for as long as physically. In, in half time for Facebook Live, oh, we sorry, did a, yeah. a little uh, uh, kind of went through some of the old shirts that Alex had brought in and our memories of each shirt. Uh, but I loved it, and I also had um, I had a yellow, the old, the first yellow Hewlett Packard one, um, yeah. and uh, they got it like a load of sizes too big, so it fitted me for ages. And I had Armstrong on the back, right? So I had the proper letters done, Armstrong in the navy right mm. along the back. But uh, my dad didn't want to stretch to pay in the extra for the numbers, so like the number eleven on the back. So we just got like a generic uh, number eleven iron on, which was uh, like white. So you can see it. So proper like shirt. With even got even went for the, the badges, the Premier League badges, but just a white leather. But uh, <laughs> so we, well, we seem to do like? quite well. Just seem to do quite well, isn't it? And do you know what that is? What that's called a coincidence. Yeah, I know that. But when it happens, I then can't let it go. I used to have these. Uh, the I think it was the '91 FA Cup socks that I had. I used to wear them all the time. Well, like proper kid. socks. Yeah, the proper yeah. socks. And even to the, even like ten years beyond where I'd grown up, and the heel would be in the middle of my sole of my feet, wouldn't even fit me. Still wear them because they're mm. lucky. Mm. But then I grew up and realised that it's stupid. Now I don't wear Spurs shirts. I don't. I, I couldn't go to a Spurs game wearing a Spurs shirt now. So that's not lucky by something I wear. It's some, I feel that if I wear a Spurs shirt now, then we won't win. I had, a, I had a jacket that we already did quite well when I wore, but. Which one? I think I read It's nothing special about it, just one of those kind of, um, one of those goose winter coats. Sharp. Goose? Well, you know, goose, goose, goose yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a puffer jacket. It wasn't a puffer, no. It was like an expedition coat. Uh, an expedition okay. coat. So, um, okay. but I wore that when Red that first joined. So when Red that first joined, we didn't lose a game for a while. So it was related <laughs> to that, but. Right, uh, that, not, that was coincidence again, right? As you just have. He's after question, so I've got to answer the fucking. I'm answering. Question. I'm answering. There must be something that you do yeah, or I'm, don't do when you go to Spurs. I'm going to give you an example. We're going. Never do go. Spurs. Yeah. Right, I had a shirt right with a with a dog on it. Oh fucking! I fucking hated that shirt. Everyone hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Everyone fucking hated it. Every single time I went out, fucking pulled, <laughs> or could have pulled. 
it just, could of is, is a stretch because you, only you decide if well, you no, I made, I, well because I was in a relationship at the time I, I made ah. the moral decision but it could have happened and met my current girlfriend wearing that shirt what shirt is this I haven't do seen know, this do shirt know, do you know how, how that actually happened horrendous. not the one is it, with it, a big dog on the front no but the, the one that goes like on the top half this is a well on a podcast by the way it's, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a brown striped shirt with like a felt pit bull on the front I, think I have it. never seen this shirt yeah, it's is fucking it horrible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's amazing. Or an American bull terrier, or something like that. Is it like felty? Yeah, it's felt. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. Why are you still friends with him, Rick? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've got a lot of company. I've really got a lot of company. Um, Jesus. So yeah, that's the, that's the lucky shirt then. It's not lucky. It's just the shirt that attracted attention. That was it. But it's the laws of attraction. And then the charm carried us. <laughs> and the face. Yeah. This. All of this. Uh, all right. So there's no such thing as lucky things because they don't exist in life. Well, that was nice. Nor the fairies or Father Christmas. Sorry, kids, if you're listening. Oh, God. It's just crushing all our dreams. Too fairy, though. She's fit. Can someone do the last question? Okay. Tottenham will win the Champions League if you can fill an empty 350 mil can of jizz. Sorry? Within a week. But if you fail to drink your attempt, what would you do? Nivius Luxicus on Reddit. That's good. 350, what's that? Like a normal Coke can? Fucking hell, man. Coke's 330. This is 440, yeah? Obviously, they can't see it on the podcast. So just a little bit. One of those slightly bigger American cans of Coke. A a bigger bigger can than a Coke can, just marginally. Well, within a week? In a week. That's a lot of cum. Yeah, that's a lot. Is it, though? What do you mean, is it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like that, that much come in a week. Doesn't like, well in a podcast, but yeah. I'm like, stop saying that to you. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> you keep saying it. We're doing it six years. No one cares anymore. They yeah, understand. that's true. Okay. Well, it's that much come. So it's the it's a coke sized amount of come. Yeah. That's fucking. How many times do you reckon? Yeah. Give give me a number. It's not that. Give me some. Give me some to attain to. What? This would be eight times a day at least. And and you can't produce that much come because everyone's had the puff. Yeah. Everyone's had like. You just uh, come in there. After about yeah. six, it's just like a little. Pff. Yeah, sawdust. Sawdust. <laughs> so, so it's 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 physically I impossible it's to produce that amount. You of think it's doable in a week, seven days of no Isn't work? Do it be really funny if he's had three forty nine and it's a drink at all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like pouring it out. All right, Alex, it. Alex, you're so confident, right? I'm not confident. I'm just saying it's doable. If it's you're not, if you're doable, if you're so confident, Alex, yeah. next week. See if you can fill up a Coke can. Oh, and I'll bring it with me on the train. No, you don't have to. We'll take your word for it. Could you do it? And see if you didn't get close. If you take my word for it, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, Yeah, you don't have to drink it or anything like that. Just don't lie. But just don't lie. Could you... Let us know how much you got. Can we do it when I got a week off? Yes. Okay. When's that? I don't know yet. How much times could you rub one out in a day? (sighs) Depends, doesn't it? If there's... What's what's your record? What's your record? I mean, I think maybe four or five for me. But oh, no, no smash that. Uh, four or five in a day? Yeah. How old are you? Yeah, but if you've got nothing to do... How old are you? 29. You can't fuck... I can't even get an erection. Well, that's... That like many times. Clean, I'm, you know, I'm clean, I'm straight-edged. You know, there's no... There's, you know, I'm healthy, vegan. So tell us how much times you've went to the day. I, I reckon... Eight. I thought you'd be times in a day. Yeah. You've done that more than once. Oh, on a regular basis. Is it, have you done that in the last year? Yeah. What the fuck, Alex? What? No. 
Uh, actually, I'm going to find out. Uh, he, he still watched it. How many? Don't you imagine, I just remember that we were on Facebook right? Live and oh, Rand's going to be. Live, right? How many of you have had eight wanks in a day? In the yeah, but we're talking. Year? You're up at six, right? And you go to bed at what? One. What do you reckon? Oh, That's right. come on, Rick. Rick. No, I can't. Eight. I can't do eight. So uh, us, for four or five is about my limit. It's only a four-hour period. If you're awake from six a.m. to. Yeah. Um, how, can anyone tell us, anyone, women included, have you done eight wanks in a day? That's, that's insane. I managed seven when I was 15, eight is insane. <laughs> really? Yes. I just must be... John Hope says not normal. That's not normal, mate. Really? It ain't normal, you're no, a but I'm not saying I'm not, do, I'm not doing it every day. You should have your own fucking channel. But if you... Listen, 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 take your DNA, man. All right. Oh, maybe. Yeah. All right, we're going to carry this on after we finish recording. Um, if you want to hear the end of this conversation, then um, then follow us on Facebook Live. Or watch the da- or watch the video. Um, thanks for downloading the Fighting Cop podcast once again. It's been special. Fuck, we're not ending on that, are we? Yeah, well, what, we what, what would you like to end on? I like? don't know. Any well, more revel- revelations? Yeah. Uh, no. No, lesson learned, I think. <laughs> Just be quiet. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happens when I haven't been on for too long. We're too overexcited. We've got people to talk to out on the internet. But you hit the wall at about eight. Eight is about eight is, is regarded as a wall. Like I'm nowhere near but it. But do you not suppose it's just about a pure boredom? You How know? do you know that there's a wall at eight? Yeah. So uh, you you're letting yourself down if you're just stopping straight away. Are you thinking of folding pieces of paper eight? <laughs> 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 That's what he's thinking about. You can't fold a piece of paper more than eight times. Why are we close up? Origami dick. Origami dick. Origami tea. Okay. You better list. Oh, yeah. This has been the final podcast. We'll see you next week. See you later. What? The toilet's fucked. You can have a piss, but don't poo. Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. 
Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.